Hey, David. Yo. Don't you hate when you get a holiday and it's in the middle of the goddamn week? Yeah, I'm pissed, man. And not the good kind of pissed that I should be on a holiday. Because you have to work <laughs> after it. Oh, it's what a stupid, stupid day to have a holiday. So let me ask you, what's worse, having a holiday on a Tuesday or a Thursday? Like, oh, I feel like I feel like honestly having it on the Tuesday would be worse. Because Wednesday be- you could justify just taking the rest of the week off. Thursday well, no, you're just no. like, oh, I don't know. No, if it's on Thursday, you can justify taking the Friday off. But if the holiday is on a Tuesday, you can justify taking the Monday off. But you still have to work the rest of the week. Yeah. Do you know what doesn't take any Fridays off? The Scene on Screen podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Scene on Screen podcast, where, of course, we've got myself and we've got David, your your favorite co-host, the the <laughs> dynamic duo, better than Batman and Robin. Yes. Um. So, for anyone that doesn't know, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, July second, Sean and I are back at work. The day after speaking Canada to you day. from the desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the day after a national holiday, some employers are nice and uh, took <laughs> gives everyone the Fridays off. Some other employees or employers are not nice and make them work. Also, if yeah. you work in retail or any any service. Well, uh, I mean, you could be like me who is essentially duped into working uh just being like get hey. duped into, well i guess like everyone's duped into working at a young age you know like in, well, in mean, school they're you're asked what do you want to be when you grow up so, i want to be a, a wage slave so realistically i make my own schedule and it's a very awesome ability however the province was supposed to reopen on friday and for, oh, yeah, for those who right. don't live or are aware of the KW area in Ontario. Well, just Ontario we, in general. Yeah, but the, the province opened today. Or, uh, yeah, today. So the 30th. Or, yeah, Wednesday. It's not today. Today's the second. <laughs> it opened uh, like two days early on yeah. Wednesday, January, but, uh, June 30th. <laughs> January 30th. We were yeah. supposed to. We are off to a great start. Whew. Um, yeah, so I'm drunk after that lo- that holiday Thursday still the the whole province was supposed to like restart or the economy was supposed to reboot on July 2nd. Then the Ford government was like, you know what? You guys have been real good. We're going to do it the day before the holiday, which also makes literally no sense <laughs> because everything has to be everything's closed on thursday so like guy is a moron everything opened up for today and then it just turns into mayhem everywhere right because it, everyone wants to go to the mall everyone wants to go shopping 
barber shops, hairdressers, those are open. I uh, I was on my way to the LCBO, that is the Liquor Control Board of Ontario, the one and one of the only places that you can buy like hard liquor in Ontario. Thanks, Canada, gov- Canadian government. Um, and there was a a group of people sitting in chairs outside this building. And it was like going around the corner of this building. I'm like, what the hell? Like, why are they just sitting there? They're, they're not eating any food or anything like that. Was it a winner's? No, it was. Uh, I still haven't got to the winner's. That's a that's a, actually a a very touchy subject for me. Uh, <laughs> Good thing you have um, this, uh, this forum in which you can. Uh, I know I can just put it out. Like, hold on, let me lie down on the couch and then I'll start talking. Um, no, like there's all these people waiting in line to get their hair cut. I'm like, oh, you guys, come on now. We don't need to get our haircuts. I know that uh, uh, my significant other, who I'm not allowed to talk about, um, Angela. Redacted. Sorry, I was a little slow on that one. <laughs> I tried to set you up for that one. Anyway, so uh, I know she's got like a hair appointment today actually she's going to do that while i'm working slaving away i'm a wage slave i guess anyways yeah like there's lineups everywhere for for just everything now and then tomorrow or i guess the thursday this so for anyone who doesn't know yet we record on wednesdays so that's why we're all messed up uh thursday everything shuts down again like it doesn't make any sense like they should have might as well have just had everything reopen on the Friday like they originally planned. Oh well. Yes, I agree. And going forward we will never ever ever allude that it's Friday. Just assume it's Wednesday when we're recording. News comes out on a Thursday, tough shit. Because that's yeah. the way <laughs> we rule. Yeah, we make the rules here. So let me talk a little bit about winners. And and Marshalls and HomeSense, they're all the same company. It's like okay. Loblaws. Okay, if you want to, let's let's go down this road. We'll give it a yeah. minute or two. Hold on, give me the sad music. I don't have the sad music loaded on this. Well, actually, I do. Yeah, you do. I got it. Hold on. It's uh, it's been a sad few weeks. Finally, Ontario has started to open its doors for shopping and perusing discount discount stores that winners and marshals is and sad lonely david needs to get a rolling pin out of all things and the one place that i know where i could get a good quality rolling pin for fairly cheap no for cheaper than no more expensive than the dollar store but better quality is that home sense or marshals or winners and for the last three weekends i've tried to go at all hours of the night and the day and there's always a lineup i still don't have my rolling pin can i give you a life hack that might change your life <laughs> sure I, i'm gonna cut the sad music yeah that's right <laughs> um so if you have a winners or a marshals that's attached to a shopping center like in Kitchener, the winners closes at nine and the shopping center closes at seven. So most people actually think it's closed. So I can, I've had the opportunity to go to winners twice with no line. And I was like, I don't need to go to winners. Yeah. But uh, here 
I guess maybe. Well, because malls are weren't open, right? Well, so still, only still, technically, like, the malls. Only... Like... <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna cut each other off this whole episode. Uh, in order for stores in the malls to be open, technically they had to be uh, have an entrance that was directly outdoors. Yes. But like in most cases, a lot of it's like appointment only. I had to go pick something up and I had to make an appointment to go do so. Mm. Which was kind of brutal. Oh, well. All right. What are we so, going to talk about today? Yeah, Obviously things that are going to be a little bit more uh, on the rails opposed to the last eight minutes of just absolute trash so hey man it wasn't that bad okay well don't be so hard on yourself i i won't be i've got a i've got i've got a lot i want to talk about today yeah we're gonna talk talk trash today i think yeah we're we're opening up a new segment called um should we call it cap or trash or just good movie or trash movie (laughs) cap or trash yeah that's like the new thing like it's called like factor cap or i guess cap is bad so what's a what's a good word for good uh i don't know Well, well just good movie or piece of piling dog shit trash anyways before we get into that big rumor in the gaming world huge huge I like I'm speechless. We anticipated it a little bit to be announced throughout E3 or we thought it was going to happen, but we're getting Grand Theft Auto 6 news. Which well, like not full on news. Yeah, you're like true. rumors. Right. Come on now. Come on. I, I do like rumors. Now. This leak came from I, I do I dare give the person credit or do I just read it? Just um, some someone who has leaked things online many times. Both on 4chan and on Reddit by the username RSRSS2023. So it's just a bunch of numbers and stuff. So I'm guessing they they kind of go away a little bit now and then. Uh, the biggest news and notes here that we're getting is a Grand Theft Auto redesign is coming. And they're going to announce a Grand Theft Auto 6 shortly through... Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto 5. Now, what that means for us is absolutely nothing. We have no idea what this really means. A lot of the leaker notes were like mostly cars, planes, weapons, etc. that were being added. New licenses and patents have been put out for music, which is unique. Now, G- this is the juicy, the juicy piece of the steak. GTA Online receiving four large updates leading into the Grand Theft Auto 6 marketing campaign, which will take place over live events. Much like Call of Duty did when they announced their new game. Huh. Which is interesting. Now, from some of these leaks and informations uh, that we've seen, online mode is still going to exist, which people will be very, very happy about. There is going to be a little bit more customization potentially for kind of your your hideout or your lair but people have also uncovered coding for a potential battle royale which makes no sense for grand theft auto like what are you gonna Mm -hmm. do steal a car and just go for it i guess it'd be kind of fun but this game this game will be developed on the rage engine according to some coding and the campaign and systems have been redesigned to support vr 
Interesting. I feel like VR is still a gimmick, though. I don't know. In like, I... in like mainstream games, you know, like I know you're enjoying your uh, VR headset. Uh, and I'm not bashing VR. I have a VR headset. I, I think it's like really cool for what it does. And it's like some games that actually uh, do it well uh, really show what VR is capable of. That's um, true. But I think there's a lot of games that add like a VR mode that's just kind of like meh. You know, like they're just adding it as a a selling point. Like Hitman 3 had a VR mode. Apparently you can play the whole game in uh, VR, which is pretty cool, which people thought would be awesome. But you're limited to using the DualShock controller. Like you can't use like the individual um, motion controllers. Okay. Right? So where in, in a game where you think that you would have control of the character's individual hands, you're, you're, you, you're not, you have, you're limited to controlling stuff with the dual, dual, uh, the dual shock still, that is a mouthful. Um, so like the VR mode and that was like very disappointing. One of my buddies got it and he was super psyched for the VR mode. He's like, I played it for like 20 minutes and I haven't played in VR since. Cause it's just that bad. Well, for what it's worth, I don't think Grand Theft Auto 5 would be good in VR. Like, what are you possibly doing in VR? Like, you know damn well everybody's going to go to the strip club. Well, yeah, and like, it's... GTA does not need any more bad publicity as it already gets. And can you imagine? All it's going to take is you know, another shooting in the United States and then they're going to find a VR headset and GTA five. And they'd be like, Oh, this is a murder simulator. Like they're, they're training people on how to actually use these weapons in, in virtual reality. Right. Like, like it would be cool to, to explore Los Santos or whatever it is in like that VR, like first person mode. Um, and I guess because they added first person to GTA five, I guess VR is like the next logical step. Right. But I don't know. I feel like it's just like, it's just a gimmick. Like they're just adding it on for just to say that they added something new so that you'll buy the game again. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that, it's been kind of put out into the world was it might be vice city based. So we might be getting another style of vice city. So looking more towards the eighties or nineties, I'd be down with that, but we're not going to see this title to 2023 probably at At the earliest. Yeah. Yeah. So what is rockstar and take two been doing? They've been taking five. Like or taking 15. (laughs) <laughs> it's this is going to be well grand theft auto 5 is the one of the only games right now that is supported on all three generations still yes you can still mm-hmm. play grand theft auto 5 online on your xbox 360 or you would just hear the game because the disc would just be working its ass off Trying to provide you some some mm-hmm. sweet, sweet Grand Theft Auto-ness. But with that being said, w- am I excited for the prospect? Sure. 
Am I going to have the attention span in two years for a Grand Theft Auto game? No. I think now Grand Theft Auto... Hold on. So you're saying that in two years, you will not have the attention span to play a Grand Theft Auto game? I'm willing to my I'm willing to bet my life will be in a little bit of a different place. Yeah, but GTA is one of those games that you can just load up and play for a little bit and then stop playing, right? That I, I mean, that's very true. I feel like you requ- it requires less attention span or l- less dedicated time to play than things like Call of Duty or like Warzone or other battle royale games like popular games call of duty is just a refinement thing you just got to continually hone your skill if you stop playing for even two weeks you're just boned like it it takes a while to like get back into a rhythm like i'm still grinding through rainbow six and that's Mm -hmm. tough but sure okay maybe i i'll still be invested but i really hope by that point in time there's like an adult mode added to the game Ah. And I, I don't mean like <laughs> you're going to see virtual boobies or whatever. I'm saying like the game can identify when you've been away for longer than like two months. So it, it lowers it the difficulty? A, no, it gives you a recap of what you've done when you start the game, like a trailer, like last week on this. Oh, yeah. Some games do that. Like it's like built into the game, though. So I think for a feature like that, it would have to be built in. So every time you started the game, it would do that because uh, it it would be kind of pointless to add that feature in and only have it enabled or only have it happen when you haven't played the game for a s- certain amount of time. I don't know. Loki, or not Loki. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Animal Crossing does that. No, your 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 villagers have just left. Everything has gone crazy. You have weeds everywhere. Your flowers well, you are weeds. dead. You have weeds everywhere, but the villagers don't leave now. They all move out. They're like, I'm no, they don't. Not anymore. That's here, man. something that they took it took out of this. What is it? New leaf? No. What's the new? What's the new one called? New Horizons. New Horizons. That's it. Yeah, they took so much stuff out of that game that. If you were playing like the original or anything before New Horizons, if you didn't play for an extended amount of time, your villagers could leave. Like they kind of will randomly be like, hmm, I'm thinking about leaving. And you have like that time to tell them, no, please stay. Uh, And then they will stay. But if you're not playing for like three months and it comes up to the point where that villager is thinking about leaving well you're not there to tell them no so then they're going to leave but in new horizons they took all of that stuff out it's just like they took out like the personality so you have like a a jock you have, if you have three villagers that are all jocks they all say the same thing yo i've been working really hard on my muscles bro yeah here's a gift it's a teapot and you're like what the fuck give me a yeah <laughs> psych it's a teapot made out of whatever stainless steel no not stainless steel <laughs> It's cast iron <laughs> cast iron it's a teapot made out of aluminum <laughs> welcome to our last episode of the seat on screen podcast <laughs> where, where this... david and i's brains have just turned into goo you know what like we're, we're still recovering from e3 yeah it's, it's... this is this is the dr- season of drought 
like there's not much new stuff comes out, right? Like E3 happens and you get all this, like it's sensory overload. You get all this information from all these games. And then for a few weeks after there's really nothing, right? Because all these companies have already given you what they want to tell you. I know that Nintendo's coming out with a, um, a little mini Nintendo direct in the next few weeks. Uh, to showcase the new Smash character. Wasn't that supposed to be today? Or like two days ago? I don't know. I don't think so. I swear I that they're... was at the end of June. I just might have missed it. It might be the end of July. I'm not I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, there's not a whole lot of stuff. This is why we come out with... We have these episodes that have fun, different, crazy topics like today's. Bruh, it was yesterday and it was 42 minutes long. Or two days ago. Was it? Yes, but. Oh, my God. So here's what you need to know about that, because we might as well just move right to it. Um, It is officially Kazuya from Tekken. Now, there will be one more character, period, for Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's it. Smash Brothers Ultimate director confirms a DLC will end after the next character. There will be no further DLC. And the game will no longer be supported by DLC. And that is from the mouth of Masahiro Sakurai. He confirms that the last fighters from the uh, Fighter Pass Volume 2 and Fighters for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will be the game's final DLC character ever. Shakus! Yo, that's crazy that the game's Mm -hmm. just kind of like... They're like, yep, you know, we're done. But this also tells me that... We're probably going to get a new Smash Brothers before a new Mario Kart. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I don't think so. I think we're going to get a new Mario Kart before a new Smash Bros. They've supported Smash Bros. What is it? Is it what three is it? years easily? Yeah, like, and the game's been out for a significant amount of time, and they kept releasing new characters and a whole bunch of stuff. I think what they're going to do is they're going to kind of stop supporting smash and they're going to come out with some, a bunch of other games that people want like another Mario Kart and another Mario party um, and another legend of Zelda game. And then there's going to be this like drought and people are like, Oh, you know what? I want more smash bros. I want another more content for super smash bros. And then they're going to come out with a, an, another game, super smash bros, super brawl. Super ultimate elite super ultimate alliance the final quote here says it's super sad super smash brothers ultimate is coming to an end especially after it fulfilled so many requests from fan uh that fans had for the series from the beginning this game was uh the one that finally brought ridley simon belmont king k rule and banjo kazooie to super smash brothers after all there were some disappointments along the way and the last me fighter lineup featuring dante from devil may cry and shantae um, likely didn't help the community's ultimate response to this news. But it's hard to deny how incredible the roster of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is, and Masahiro Sakara, uh, Sakare and his team can walk away from Smash Bros. Ultimate with their heads held high, even if the final DLC character is a complete letdown. <laughs> the comments are kind of all over the place. Yeah. But the biggest push is like, I, and like, I hope, I hope this is right. 
I said this in our e or our pre E three podcast. How fitting would it be now that this will be confirmed the last Smash Brothers Ultimate character that the the release of that character coincides with the release of Halo Infinite and its Master Chief. Mm. Talk about your ultimate marketing. We know Nintendo and Xbox are working together on a lot of things. Come on. Minecraft Steve made it in there. Yeah, that's that's a, a an interesting theory. It could it could work very well. You know what I'm surprised that they haven't uh, teamed up with um, Sega for uh, y- Yakuza, like Kiryu Kazuma or whatever the main character for Yakuza or Majima, like his like rival nemesis in that. You know, th- those are beat 'em up games, and those are very unique characters. So I'm surprised that they haven't put those like either of them into smash bros because there's a lot of sega characters in that too uh yeah we we could start like a little bet going on who's gonna be i don't know they have minecraft steve and minecraft alex yeah but do they have minecraft nathan (laughs) (laughs) yeah him and michael keaton are like battling back to back Pretty much. Why don't they put Batman in there? Lego Batman. Um, speaking of games. Yo, that'd be actually legit. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. His, uh, only, his finishing move is called First Try, where he misses a bunch and then he kills you. Oh, yeah. Um, because it's beginning of July, uh, that means new PlayStation Plus and Xbox games with gold. Okay. I'm ready. What I'm a, ready. I'm ready for a, you to get my hopes up with the PlayStation before I ruin everybody's hopes with Xbox. What a month. Okay, so you know what? Let me just preface this. They don't have to give us shit. I get it. Um some months Sony has actually had some pretty good offerings for PlayStation Plus. Uh this month it's like kind of middle ground. Uh, and I'm just saying that because w- there's one game I would never play, one game I've already played, and another game that I might play. Uh, so, available July 6th, all PlayStation Plus members can get a free copy of Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Not bad. Now, does that one have the campaign, or was that the one that they took the campaign out? Uh, Black Ops 4, I believe, had a campaign. Or w- was it Black Ops 3 that they took out the campaign didn't one just remove zombies no one removed the campaign altogether well black ops 4 is the first call of duty title without the traditional you are right there is. yeah it yeah so it has solo missions mode but no backstory yeah and then it has uh like the regular multiplayer it has zombies so that yeah that's interesting um so that's not too bad though uh, then there's WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Do you remember when the WWE was actually called the WWF? Yes. World Wrestling Federation, and then uh, the WWE, which was the World Wildlife Federation f- Foundation, was all like, "Hey, we had this name first. You got to change it because we don't want our pandas. We don't want people thinking that we res- make our pandas wrestle." Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds for PS4 is free. So that's like a more of an like arcadey wrestling game i don't know i might check that out 
They're, now this is a they're pretty fun games and like some of the stories are pretty cool. Oh, they have stories, huh? Yeah, like you get you can um I can't remember if it's what the mode is called, but oh, it's yeah. like you could become a wrestler trying to break into the to the game. No, oh, maybe to get, I will like, uh, signed on by the WWE. Maybe I will check that out. Now this this one though trumps all of the other games so far. And I'm saying this like I've played this game, I've beaten this game. Um, it was kind of a sleeper hit, I feel like. Um, and this one is called A Plague Tale Innocence. Now, you might be thinking, oh, David, this game came out forever ago. Well, this is the PS5 only version. Um, so they updated the game for PlayStation 5. Full 4K native resolution. We don't know if that's like actually 4K or if it's like some pseudo thing. But uh, 60 frames per second better visuals, improved load time. So do you know what this game's about? No, I don't. It's literally about, um, it takes place in like, I don't know, parts of Europe and stuff like that during like the plague. But uh, so you're this kid, you're this, this girl and her brother, and they're trying to like get to safety of some sort. Um, and it's just like, well, you know, like rats would, um, spread plagues through europe yeah right so rats are like they come in like waves like literally waves like it's like ocean like waves of these rats and you have to avoid them and stuff like that it's very linear all right like it's not like an open world game or anything like that but the thing is is like and i mentioned this on a previous episode linear games aren't bad if the story is is really good um and this is a game that um angela and i would play um and she she would just watch but it was like it was enjoyable because the story was so compelling and it made you care about the characters and stuff like that um so yeah for playstation 5 users you get a plague tale innocence and um a plague tale 2 is coming out in the next few years so this is a great way to play this one um it's not a very long game i think we beat it in about 10 hours um, and that's with dying a lot too. So you're telling me that you can get a PS5 game with with your monthly subscription, you get free games? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I, I yeah. definitely knew that, but like my goodness, when it when it was there any more games or was it just the three? Oh, there's one more that they uh Virtua Fighter Five, but nobody cares about that. So you're te- <laughs> you're telling me that there's like some quality games dropping this month for free. Yeah, you know, like surprisingly, surprisingly decent games. Now, I know Xbox users are a little spoiled with Game Pass, but people need to acknowledge the fact that you have to pay for the Game Pass service. It's different than Xbox Live. And Game Pass Ultimate is completely different. It's a different program. You pay more for it. Well, Game Pass Ultimate and Game Pass are the same thing. Well, Game yeah, Pass Ultimate I'm... includes gold, and you can play those games on PC. But Game Pass in general, the the, the base Game Pass uh, subscription is is different than Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, you, you're absolutely right. I just I said both names by accident. Okay. Um, because with Xbox Live or Xbox Live Gold whichever way you want to call it you get these bangers of games 
And I know, I know, we're not supposed to complain about free stuff. But for the people who don't want to pay for Xbox Game Pass, or, unfortunately, they can't afford Game Pass, Microsoft is really doing a great job alienating people with these free games that are just absolute trash. So this month you can get Planet Alpha, you can get Rock of Ages 3, Make and Break. I'm eye-rolling into my microphone, by the way. Conquer Live and Reloaded. And Midway Arcade Origins. Now, you combine all these retail prices together, you're looking at $80 worth of games total. Not bad mm-hmm. if you want to just boost up your collection. But my God, if you don't have Game Pass, like, this is even more insulting. Like, what would make you want to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy Game Pass because, like, Xbox Live Games with Gold isn't good. Like, nobody. Before Game Pass became what it is now, Games with Gold actually was pretty good. They gave, I remember there being regularly better games coming out on with games with gold versus what was coming out on PlayStation plus. But I feel like over the last few months, it's, it's really swapped. You know, I just add them to my library because why not? Right. But there's nothing that I'm, I'm like, Oh, I need to download this and play it. Um, the, the cool thing about PlayStation plus is that now they're giving a game out specifically for the PlayStation five. So people who have the PlayStation 5 can actually every month get a game for that system that takes advantage of that hardware. Whereas, well, like Xbox, like games with gold, right? They're, and and that's kind of tough with um, like the, what's, what do they call it? Um, the, wh- where you can download like either version, like automatically. Oh, the um, smart uh, delivery. That's what it is. It it makes it tough with the smart delivery feature or how pretty much like their games will work for both systems regardless, right? Like Xbox One or the Xbox Series. So they release a game that has an Xbox Series X patch or something like that, and you're getting that game. But the, the way that Sony's doing it differently is that like, sure, a Plague Tale Innocence is a PlayStation four game. They could very well give out the PlayStation four version and give you the PlayStation five version. Like you can play it on your PS five, but what they're doing is they're actually just giving you the version that you can only play on your PlayStation five, the updated version. Um, now what some companies are doing though, which, which is starting to annoy people is, uh, a game will come out on PlayStation Plus, but later on, the company will release a PlayStation 5 version, right? Yeah. But then they're not giving... And, and that will be a free update to people who own the game, right? But they're they're not allowing people who claim the game as part of the PlayStation Plus membership the free upgrade. So uh, a prime example is Final Fantasy VII Remake. If you had purchased the game digitally or physically, you can get the PS5 version upgrade for free. Um, 
people were upset that the PlayStation Plus version didn't uh, wasn't eligible for that. But it's like, okay, well, whatever. Not that big of a deal. But now this is happening again. Um, Greedfall, I believe it is, for uh, PlayStation 4, which wasn't like the best game. It wasn't a horrible game. Um, it, it was like... It's like a RPG, kind of like the likes of Mass Effect or uh, The Witcher or, you know, stuff like that, like kind of uh-huh. open world RPG thing. But it wasn't like the greatest game. It didn't have the best reviews. It was OK. It was kind of middle of the ground. So they were releasing a PlayStation 5 patch for the game. Um, and everyone was like super excited. There's a lot of people that got the game for free. I think it was back in January when it was free. Um, and they just announced not too long ago that whoever had the game got the game for play from PlayStation plus are not eligible for the PlayStation five upgrade. And so I was reading a bunch of like comments online and people were really upset about this. Like this, I understand that they, you know, are putting time and effort and money into giving this upgrade away, but if we're making the upgrade, but the thing is, if they're giving it the uh, if they're giving the free upgrade to people who have already purchased the game, what difference does it make to allowing people who got the game as part of like their PlayStation Plus membership as well? You know, yeah, because they're not making any money on that upgrade download anyways, right? Because I already bought the game and I'm getting the free upgrade. I'm not buying the game again. Your company is not making any more money from my purchase that I made six plus months ago. Right? So a lot of people are really annoyed with that. So I I feel like, I, I wonder though, if that has something to do with the reasoning or the fact that Sony is giving out a specific PlayStation 5 game every month as part of PlayStation Plus. I don't know. Do you remember last year when Xbox started getting it and they were like, we're going to give you some Xbox One games. And then they took those away too. Uh, I I think in this market, Sony is definitely the smarter group for this. But if you're willing to pay the few extra dollars or even a dollar a month, depending on which deal you get, I don't think there's anything wrong with it's it's tough because I think Microsoft knows that they can continually put shitty games out there to push people to that platform. Mm-hmm. Like for honestly what it's worth in a month, I think it's what sixteen ninety nine for ultimate a month, or you could it's buy like, the whole year for like, one hundred and fifty bucks, something like that. What's two games worth very quickly? Well, one a new game. You bought Battlefield Five, and you bought. Well, Canada a new game in Canada for PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X is $90 plus tax. All right, so uh, $180 for two games, we'll yeah. say. Now, you're going to buy live on top of that. A year of live, if you still want live, just live, is another, what, $65, bucks, $69? Something like that, yeah, something. You could buy Game Pass Ultimate for $150 and get 100 games. And on top of that, you also get EA Access for free and EA Play. And if you're using your PS, uh, your PC, you have access to the EA Beta. That's only available if you subscribe. 
to EA Play or Game Pass Ultimate or Game Pass. So I think Microsoft knows what they're doing. Yeah, I, I think part of it, though, also is like Sony needs to give better games um, for PlayStation Plus users because they don't like they have their PlayStation now um, uh, service, but it's nowhere near the quality and con- quantity of Game Pass, right? Yeah, it's so, gonna be really hard for them to get uh, Bethesda games on there soon. <laughs> um, and I think Sony needs to just keep giving people something that is worth their their money, right? As part of their PlayStation Plus membership, because they don't have the they're not doing the push and the marketing towards their PlayStation Now subscription. Whereas you don't see Microsoft advertising Xbox Live Gold. They don't have to. Right, they're only only ever advertising Game Pass. All right, For, from years and years ago, like back on back yonder when we first met, we all had Xboxes, right? Most of the most of the people we went to school with played yeah. online games on Xbox. Yeah, I remember when I first went to college, I had a PS2. I didn't buy my Xbox 360 until uh, I got OSAP. <laughs> <laughs> like most of us, I think. Um, with that being said, why did I choose that over the PlayStation? I was like, oh, I had to make a decision, right? Well, most of my friends had Xboxes, so that was an easier choice. Mm-hmm. But what made that decision, I, th- I think, stand to me a little bit more, and I remember contemplating it. I was nervous. I was going from a PS2. I was like, well, I could just get the PS3. I know this. Lots of cool games. But nobody to play with, right? Mm-hmm. It's even from then when the internet was shitty and it took you forever to look up this kind of information, people knew that the dedicated service that you were getting for paying for an online service was better than the PlayStation. What was it called back then? PlayStation silver or PlayStation PS online pl- PlayStation PS- network. Yeah. PSN. PSN. Yeah. yeah. Was still better. And from, I guess that would have been 2009 to now i've played for our paid for live every single year not because i'm forced to it's because i choose to i want a good online experience mm-hmm. i want to know that i'm not going to get kicked off i still play with people who cross play on like when we're playing call of duty and they're like oh fucking playstation online sucks still well so here's the thing though it's like Back way back during the years of Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, yes, Microsoft had dedicated servers for a lot of their games, and the PlayStation, it online servers were left to the game companies to host, right? So Ubisoft would host their own servers for, you know, the the Rainbow Six or the servers right or tom clancy stuff or ea would host servers for need for speed all that stuff or if they weren't doing that then it was a peer-to-peer thing so uh early days of um halo was like that Uh, i believe halo 2 a lot of times like one person would host the game and everyone would connect to them and then if they disconnected then the the game would kind of pause and find a new person to be the host of that game so you were uh, also limited to 
individual network connections, not the main server. Mm-hmm. But Sony, or the PlayStation 3, a lot of those games were just peer-to-peer servers. So that's why paying for Xbox Live Gold back during the Xbox 360 days was totally worth it because you were getting a much superior online service, right? Um, but at the same time, you could play a lot of these cross-platform games online still on PlayStation 3 and not have to pay extra. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, they released the PlayStation Plus service. And when you look back at it, they released it near the end of the PlayStation 3 lifespan, but it wasn't required for online play. It was just like an added thing. Like, oh, they and they advertise it as like PlayStation Plus, you get free games every month, right? But clearly it was in anticipation of the release of the PlayStation 4 where they were making it a requirement for online play. So they just kind of weaseled everyone into paying for the service just so you could eventually require it to play online. Whereas with Microsoft, from the original Xbox, you had to pay for Xbox Live. And that's... I mean, both models worked out well for both companies, I guess. But it's still known to this day that while PlayStation even won the last generation, their online service was still far inferior. I would to... say the the PlayStation, yeah, the PlayStation Network. I remember it's gone down more times due to whatever reason, hackers or uh, server outage or whatever it may be. The PlayStation Network has gone down more times than the Xbox servers have. Um, there was like the big hack of what was it like mid two thousands when like everyone's like credit card and personal info was like released, um, and and so then pretty much just as like the PlayStation Network doesn't has never felt more it hasn't felt as secure as the Xbox Network. Um, so ultimately when it comes down to it, Sony needs to continue to give games that are enticing to people so that they keep subscribing or, or subscribe to PlayStation plus, whereas Microsoft, they don't advertise Xbox live gold anymore. They keep pushing game pass because that's where all the good games are. So they can just kind of give out like trash games on Xbox live gold. And, uh, it wouldn't really, doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect their bottom line. Okay, so with all of that being said, though, there are some other systems that have some interesting games that have come out. Granted. For free? Well, yes, surprisingly. But limited time free. Um, And also, this game came out like back in November. That's right. I'm talking about the latest in music greatness. And it's not Rocks. What is the one that Ubisoft did? Rocksmith or Unplugged for the VR, which looks really cool. So I just recently discovered this game by Harmonix, the company that has brought us Rock Band 1 through 4 and other Rock Band music-like games, uh, called Fuser. And if you are into... um, I guess dance music remixes, you know, like just like big, big rhythm game music stuff. 
this is a game that is currently, I think, up until I want to say July sixth or seventh, um, free a free trial on the Nintendo Switch because I guess it just released on the Nintendo Switch. Um, where essentially you play a DJ trying to become like up and coming and playing at like music festivals and stuff like that. But it's really cool that you, so in this game, you take different music, like different songs that everyone knows and loves, and you take parts of those songs and mix them with other songs. Um, so for example, I was, uh, I took uh, never going to give you up by, uh, Rick Astley. Never going to give. And Yeah. I mixed it with Call Me Maybe and um, The Sign by Ace of Base wow. and like a few other things. Oh, uh, X going to give it to you <laughs> and some DMX. And it surprisingly was pretty good. Now, like granted, the, the all the songs have been divided up into like their bass tracks, their vocals tracks, their uh, and then like uh, just different audio like background music and foreground music or whatever it might be and then the game obviously when you put the tracks together it kind of adjusts like the the pitch of all of them and the beat like the beats per minute to all be harmonious but it was actually kind of fun like i i downloaded the other night and i'm like whatever i'll just give this a little go and see what it's like um and i ended up playing for like two hours just sitting there just like freestyling what they call it you know i'm a dj now nice uh just mixing different tracks and stuff like that it was actually kind of fun but super frustrating at the same time because of uh, my tv and hdmi audio input lag that's kind of frustrating so you know with like a lot of the the music games how you had to like strum your toy guitars and the drum kits and all that stuff and you had to calibrate the screen to match the audio because with HDMI, with digital, there's there can be a delay between the audio signal and the video. And usually it's like when you're watching a movie or listening to like watching music videos and stuff like that, the delay is so short that it's not noticeable. But when you're playing a game and you actually have to do an input and have it match with what is being what is seen and heard on the screen, then a, a delay can be the difference between actually hitting a note and missing it. So I don't know what's up with my system. I don't know if it has something to do with the, the Wii, the HDMI setup that I have, if it's whatever, but I, for the life of me cannot beat like the, the second level in this game (laughs) because one of it's part of the tutorial and it requires you to put in a track on the downbeat so every four beats is the downbeat and apparently like when it's when they're teaching you to be a world famous dj they say say it sounds things mix better when it's put in on the downbeat and so i'm like okay so you have to put this in right on the beat and for the life of me i cannot get it accurately so i had to stop playing but the freestyle stuff when you're not actually scoring anything like it's actually kind of fun. You should check it out. You know what? I will. I just looked it up quickly. It's like $53 on Xbox. Yeah. Like I'm surprised that it's not on like game pass or something like that, but um, yeah, it, it's free right now on Nintendo switch. I don't know if I would spend 50 some odd bucks for it 
because I feel like you have to really be into this type of music. Um, like years ago, I was I I still listen to dance music and like electronica and stuff like that, right? Uh, but years ago when I was more carefree and didn't have any worries in the world and my knees weren't giving out and my back wasn't aching back in my day, um, <laughs> I would go to like these big festivals and concerts and shows and stuff like that. And like this was a, it, it was cool. It's quite the experience. So like this game is clearly designed for um, the people who like this kind of music and those experiences and stuff like that. And maybe some people like me who just want to, go back to the good old days when you can go to a festival in the middle of summer, just get loaded on very, very overpriced beers and just have a good time. Nah, man. It's like, it's white claw summer, man. Low cow. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it's uh 25% off on uh, steam right now for a total of $40. Yeah, I don't see me playing that either. Yeah, I know. It's like the only other game that I wanted to talk about today before we got into uh, Games with July and the Rock conversation, which unfortunately, guys, both are going to have to um, wait a week, unfortunately. Um, we, we've had some technical issues, so we're kind of running on borrowed time. But I just wanted to quickly get your thoughts on Chivalry 2. I've seen a lot of gameplay footage from it and i'm just curious as to to what you think it looks like a pretty intense hack and slash game with a little bit more um it kind of reminds me a little bit of how they portray oh what the hell is that show that uh ubisoft made that oh mythic quest oh mythic quest this is what it reminds me of um, I never really played Chivalry one. Um, but the gameplay of this just it looks kind of fun. Like, well, it, it looks like a lot of fun. Just walking around, old medieval style, big battles, lots of blood. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's Call of Duty with swords and crossbows. Yeah, I'm sold already. Right, like. Uh... I know that one of my buddies played the the beta. I guess they had like an open beta before the game launched and he played it quite a bit. And I think he, he bought the game just based off of that. Um, that's the thing is like, I haven't really played it. I haven't looked too, too much into the game, but it has like very good reviews. Like IGN gave it a nine. Oh, I was just going to ask you. <laughs> You already knew the answer, but I was going to say, what got a higher mark from IGN? Chivalry or Super Mario Rush? Or Super Mario Golf Rush? Oh, shit. Chivalry, right? Yeah, Super Mario Golf Rush. Or Super... Wow. Mario Golf Super Rush got a six. Really? Yeah, did IGN and Nintendo break up and nobody told me? Maybe. What's up with that? I mean watching the review they're they're like oh it's very repetitive no shit shakespeare it's a goddamn golf game it's golf like what do you expect like they've added other modes what you don't like the battle royale golf game sorry (laughs) that's actually a pretty interesting concept as well though right like they nintendo you gotta give it to nintendo like they took uh 
an otherwise boring concept golf right yeah like uh, and not saying that golf is boring in itself but like a golf game it's not as exciting as say playing hockey or basketball games or fifa or anything like that where like you're competing against each other you know what i mean golf is more of a relaxing kind of i'm gonna sit on my couch this sunday afternoon and just shoot some balls right Nintendo has taken this game and added a battle royale mode that doesn't even make sense. But literally, their their dream journal in the, <laughs> the Nintendo offices, they had battle royale and Mario Golf, and someone put those together and came up with this interesting concept. <laughs> and it looks like a lot of fun. It's word cloud time in Nintendo. Okay. Give me a sport that people don't really care about, but care about. How about golf? All right, now, what can you do that's successful in every game franchise? Battle Royale. All right, how can we make this work? Yeah. Now, to kind of diverge a little bit from this, have you uh, watched any of season two of um, Mythic Quest? I haven't. It is ready to go. I'm I mean, I'm very excited to watch. You got to watch it. It's... Uh, it's... Uh... <sighs> The first episode, just hold on to your butts because the first episode is so funny. Uh, but it's it's actually really good. I think that they are doing a great job with that series. And I know we talked about season one many, many moons ago. But I think that that uh, that show kind of takes a lot of current issues that are going on in the world and this whole cancel culture that we have a lot of. And they just kind of say, like, no. We're not putting up with that shit. Right. Um, and they kind of show like the whole stupid drama within the video game industry as well. And yeah, you should watch that. Yeah. Did you end up seeing their like special edition pandemic special? Oh, it was so good. Yeah. The only ones who I think still did it better was the parks and recreation reunion that did essentially the same thing, but it was like a, it was a brand new never happened before episode. And it was all about like a call tree. Also pretty good. But um, as as I say this and I say this with love, unfortunately, our time has run out today and we apologize that we couldn't do more for you. We are having some technical limitations that are unfortunately making it very difficult to bring up the topic that I was so, so excited for. But we will save that till next week. Yeah, The Rock will still be cooking next week. Yes, he will. We just don't know how much we'll be able to still smell. With that being said, please check us out on your favorite podcatcher. If you haven't checked it out already, the latest episode of Three Men and a Meeple has dropped, and it's a it's a good one. It's all about betrayal at House on the Hill. I think I yeah, said the said name. It right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> no, no more Mandela effects for me when it comes to that no. game, that's for sure. And on just to add to that, though, we also have finally launched our YouTube channel for Three Men and a Meeple. Now, uh, this is going to be specifically for that show where we're going to post our gameplay videos, any unboxing videos that we do, any reviews, previews, um, and anything else that we produce visually for the tabletop and board game genre uh so we actually released a gameplay video of our 
Sean's, well, I guess it was your second time playing uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill, but uh, Owen, Sean, myself, and Angela, <laughs> those that she who shall not be spoken of, um, what we played that game on Tabletop Simulator, and there's there are some very funny moments in that game. Uh, so search up Three Men and a Meeple um, on YouTube, subscribe. Make sure that you check out all of our upcoming videos for that. We have a lot of stuff coming up in the next few months for that channel specifically, right? Yeah, we lots of content coming out. Yeah. So for myself and for my good pal, David. That's me. We want to thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week on another exciting episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. 